family. Happy Monday. Happy Manic Monday. And electricity must be flowing through this dude's veins because it took us a bit to get on. But we're just going to rock it and go raw. Uh, this dude just killed it at the Cairo Sushi Summit. And I have to just say, class all the way, man. I'm so grateful for you to come out. Uh, you were literally the, the easiest person to work with. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you over the last couple of months. Um, I just want to thank you. And, and everyone on Thursday was just, you, you just made that day 30 times more special. And, and people were just blown away because you just deliver, man. And thank you for that. Oh, man, that was awesome. Thanks so much. No, I had a great time. Um, you guys really put on such a, a great thing. Everybody was great. And I just appreciate it, man. And it was like kind of what we're going to talk about today. It's, you know, you're just going up there for the, for, for the intel, you know, just for the best intention of that doctor that's standing in front of us. Cause I know that when people took the time to pay money to travel to Vegas, some closed their offices down, some brought their teams, you know, when they show up there, they're not just showing up there to show up. They were there for a selfish reason. I mean, there's a solution that they need solved. Like they need, they need something from that event to make them go forward. And they're there because they're, they're praying that something will be said, someone will deliver them or guide them that'll make their life better by Monday. So knowing that going in, uh, that's the focus. It's not about me. It's about setting them free to just shift or be that much better. So they could, you know, be a different person Monday. Hey, you know, one of the reasons I reached out to you last year was the fact that I kept asking everyone who's got just a badass booming practice. Who's doing it. Who's, as we love to say, in the trenches, um, but also serving so much chiropractic. And your name was like, like it's just like root cause analysis. Everything kept going back. Curzano, Curzano, Curzano. Like he's got one of the biggest practices out there. And and tell us how you got there first, and then we'll talk about why that's so important for maybe uh, going into your experience that you've created. Well, you know, when I came out of school, I came out of school just like everybody else, right? I needed insurance. I wore the white coat, the whole the whole nine yards. And, um, well, that's what school taught me to do. But then I realized that school wasn't going to help, and I didn't want to just come out and have a so-so practice. I didn't want um, a practice that just kind of barely made it or just kind of paid the bills or, or I needed a second job. So right. I apprenticed. Around, I went around to some – my wife and I slept on the floor. We worked for free. We, because you know, we did. We were students. We didn't have the income at the time. But some doctors gracefully let us just go by their office and hang out for a day. And and I realized if I, I'm just going to go around successful people and learn what the successful people are doing. And Bruce Lee has a quote. He goes, you know, absorb what is useful, discard what is not, and then make it uniquely your own. So that was the phase I went through. So, you know, I modeled things that definitely were working. And then I had to uh, innovate those things because as we grew, you know, then I hit levels where there was no coach to coach me. Like there was no coach. The, the only coach that could coach me was literally being in the middle of the war zone, so to speak, on figuring out how am I going to process 50 new patients today? How am I going to how am I going to keep my team together? How am I going to adjust 500 people today and keep my health? How am I going to still have good family time? Like, you know, you you words don't teach that's the problem see i you could teach you could give me all the words you want but until you're in it that's when you through the experience that's when you learn and i was able to learn and become a master of efficiency 
communication systems, no variables, man. That's what I'm proud of. Like I made it a no, almost a no variable system where I knew if something was off, I just had to tweak it and I did it on such a big scale. I mean, we made 2,800 a week. If anybody came and visited me, they saw how unimpressive it was because it really seemed so smooth, yeah. which is exactly the reaction I wanted. Because, you know, if I'm, I wasn't chaotic, my team wasn't chaotic. So it was literally from being in it. And everybody has to understand that whatever docs that are listening, if you're listening right now, whatever issue you're going through, any issue, I've gone through it times a thousand. I had, I faced it more times. And because I seen it more, felt it more and got punched in the face more, I had to, I had to survive or die. And then that's why, like I realized Tristan that, you know, after you do it on such a level and not many people really ever did it at that level sustainably. And I had a practice that also made a, a lot of money. Like, you know, over the, you know, for over 10 years, we collected between two and $3 million cash. And so you look back, it's like, that's between 20 and $30 million from one office. It's like, shit, like, you know, we didn't give away the, the farm. I know there's a lot of guys that serve and gals that serve people and, but they did it. They bartered, they had the hole in the wall, uh, the box in the wall practice, which I love them. But every single one of those doctors started resenting people because they wanted to serve people so much. At the end of the day, those people still quit. They still left. And they really, at the end of their careers, they resented that they didn't have more value for themselves. So I, I just, I got tired of seeing other coaches or people that really never had a practice teaching other chiros their theory, but it was never really ex actually experienced. And so that's uh, kind of like with, uh, you know, I was the guy where when I did it, then I want to be able to help other doctors do it because I felt it was a lot easier than many coaches uh, made cars uh, to think, you know, to, to really get to the practice they wanted. What do you think the real, like, uh, practice of your dreams is for, I mean, it can, it, can it be done still? Because, like, I always said you reminded me of my father because, like, the first time you're like, hey, I got 12, 15 minutes here, and I'm like, I go, this guy schedules his shits. I know it. <laughs> That's how my dad was. It was like, in order to have that efficient process, it was like, look, I adjust. Yeah. That's what I do. Everyone else takes care of me. And that's what I grew up with. And it was kind of like it wasn't easy as a rebel kid. But I'm like, that. you remind me of my dad. But what, what in 2018 and going forward as insurance reimbursements go down, as the model's changing, what can be the dream practice today? What is possible? Well, the dream practice happened for me eight years ago when it was a Tuesday morning and I decided I'm going cash because two of my really good buddies got audited and it, it rocked them. I mean, it didn't rock them financially. They wound up, they didn't have to pay that much, but still it, it, it I realized it's a game. And, yeah. and uh, you know, the mailman, the mailman used to come in with a, with a bag, like the mailman couldn't fit my mail in my box in the mailbox. He used to the checks for so much. So, you know, it's, and here's the issue with Kairos. There's not one Cairo who likes taking insurance. Everybody, but here's the thing, but you love the mailman. You love the checks that come in the mail and you're afraid that you're going to lose that. But when you realize that if I don't cash my chips in and get out now, then I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to lose the game. It's just like Vegas. I'm going to lose eventually. So I got out. And when I got out of insurance, I just made a decision that Tuesday, I'm done. 
And then I had to raise my A game. So here's the thing. So if I'm going to go cash, like I could bring my C game and people would sign up. So now I'm going cash. I had to raise my A game. My, my insecurity told me to lower my fees, right? Because, oh, shit, right? No, I, I said I can't do that because that was that scarcity. And I realized that I can't shrink myself to success. So I raised my fees. That forced me to have to raise my A game. So kind of like your dad, I had to be a little bit tighter. I had a meaning that like I had to prepare, you know, a little bit more. I had to read the green books more. I had to really like kind of have my personal time to bring that A game and uh, everything started to explode. That's when I started doing the dinners, right? And when we started doing dinners, which was just speaking the principal and a group of people, we grew 2,000 visits in 19 months. And what everybody has to understand on this line, you're worried about insurance? Here's the thing, because I was kind of like your dad, I protected my heart and mind so much that looking back, we grew our most 2,000 visits in 19 months between, between December 2007 and, uh, and uh, to the mid-2009. So we grew our most during the economic crash. And here's the crazy thing. I had no clue what was going on. I you had didn't no know, idea you didn't know the economy on. was in the crapper. Had no – and Tristan, if I knew, because if I watched TV, if I listened to the radio, that wasn't – if I read the newspaper, I would have read it and I would have sunk, just like everybody else, because I would have believed something. But I didn't know, so I was kind of naive to it. And looking back now, I, it proved that our systems and the principle, it's economic proof, it's recession proof, it's insurance proof. You know, and then it's uh, like, and it was such a great moment to, to really feel the confidence going that this is an indestructible model, an indestructible principle. People need it no matter what's happening in the economy. They need it more than ever now. And I think that's just such a, a wonderful part of the story I get to tell because then when we started uh, giving these processes and procedures to doctors outside of the country, so people used to say it's the economic times or it's my city, it's, it doesn't work in my city, it doesn't work in my town, but then when we have doctors doing the same practice model in, you know, in 22 different countries and it's still working, so I, then I was like, wow, so it's not, it's not just for the U.S., it's, it's worldwide, it, the principle crosses um, language barriers. It crosses communism. It crosses like like it. It just got so big and so sick. It got so big, but then so simple because I just stuck to Tristan. I only have like three moves or two moves, maybe. Like people, I don't have like I built a big practice with a couple moves. I'm the dude you gotta you gotta watch out for in a fight because I I know one or two moves really fucking good. And that's the, the, like there's a, a lot of these chiropractors, they know they know like 800 moves kind of good. I know like one or two things really well, and that makes me dangerous. And that's really what we did. I mean, I just really kind of narrowed down on my on my lane and uh, it was predictable, man. It was just it was it was a winner every time. Who's um, who's a, who's an ideal target client? Who, who's a perfect fit for the CTL experience? Uh, two, you have uh, a student coming out, which is the best because they don't no have, uh, yeah. they don't believe, they don't have false belief systems. A lot of times, here's the big thing chiropractors, you know why chiropractors' dreams start to go down? Because we get goals and we get desires, Tristan, and we don't, we don't like being disappointed because it didn't happen or we didn't make it for whatever circumstance. So guess what happens? We start dreaming smaller 
and we just start wanting less. So it's like, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, right? So we start settling. Where a student, you know, they have no negative belief systems, maybe from school, but like, you know, they could dream, they could think big. So I would love to help that student not have to crash into a wall because they were putting their ladder up against the wrong mountain and really be able to like start fresh. Uh, the second um, great client is that Daku is stuck, whether it be stuck at 100 a week, 300 a week, 500, and they're stuck. And when here's the thing, when they get stuck, they think, I just have to do more of what I'm doing. But you yeah. don't realize is what you're doing, that recipe has gotten you there. So you have to understand that you have to change the variables in your recipe to get a new, new equipment, like a new end product. And then uh, thirdly is the doctor that's been in practice for a long time and they were principal, they were rocking it, but the fact is they're, they peaked, meaning that they're getting tired, right? I mean, you know, they, they did, they did 3000 talks and you know, they, they still love chiropractic, but it's like, man, you have, they have to let go of the Superman syndrome, meaning that it was all on them and they need to be able to pull back without the practice collapsing. So that's where the predictable systems and processes come into play because then it's process and, pre and predictable systems, not, not Superman. Cause that's very tough. I remember, you know, I never, I didn't speak to Sigafoos a lot, but when I, I called him, I called him when I was about 2,200 a week, starting to feel burnt out. And I said, listen, I called him and he answers the phone. How cool was that? And I go, listen, you're the only one I could talk to because you're the only one who saw the volume I'm seeing. And he's like, you know what? I, he goes, I don't know if I could tell you any answer. I go, I don't want your answers. I go, I want your wisdom. And he goes, you know what, man? He's like, uh, I just felt like I had a chain tied to my leg. And I just felt I was like screwing on doorknobs after a while because I, you know, I took all the burden. You know, he goes, I felt like I was the savior for all those people. And I had to do it. And he goes, and it just, I couldn't take it anymore. And, you know, that's when he like left for a couple months and stuff like that and came back to help doctors. But you know, that was a lot of wisdom realizing that, okay, I realized that we have to build predictable processes and procedures that are tight, easy, and automated in the office that you could, that could be taught by anybody. And then from there, you can take the vacation, you can step out, you could bring an associate in and you could have, you could be replaceable, which is a really good feeling when you've been in practice for a long time. I know a new doc, you're like, I don't want to be replaced, but man, when people start <laughs> asking for the other doc, that's the best feeling in the world. What's the number one inconsistent? Uh, what I, I always believe it's being consistently inconsistent is even worse than just being overall inconsistent. Yeah. Like you know, that was one of my heartbreakers when when one of my mentors told me that in San Francisco when we were building a company and he said, "Man, I just wish you just didn't show up because when you show up, you're a light bulb, and then sometimes you don't show up for two days again, and it's just like it's heartbreaking to them." So it was a big lesson learned for me. What do you think the one thing that, that chiropractors are consistently inconsistent with? Um, they, uh, they're passionate. And let me explain what I mean by I, it's, they're, they're, it's the true word of passion. Uh -huh. yes. The definition of passion is, bright, is unbridled emotions, frenzy, tantrum, out of control. They're, they, they're up one day, down the next. They, they go to seminars to get a feeling. It's almost like, it's like a seminar is like a bump, a Coke. And they want to get the high. They want to feel the spizz, and they're up and down. You know, four people sign up, 
but the you know four out of five people become patients and they're pissed off about the one who didn't and they just they they they're they're not they're not i i'm prideful and for me prideful is taking pleasure and satisfaction in my achievements and the achievements of my peers and the gifts and talents i have so pride is you know i'm proud of being consistent you know and and steady but passion is it feels passion is good because it's exciting it's drama it feels like i'm saving the world like the whole we're saving the world we're going to beat the healthcare system it's like it's a very passionate thing and it just it's a lot of emotion and they feel really busy but they're really really ineffective like if i see one more friggin doc no offense on here that's seen 80 a week 80 a week and you're freaking coaching students and trying to like you, you no don't do that because you didn't do anything yet you follow it's like you need to be learning how to really have an amazing practice an amazing life that's sustainable and you know you could do it and then you could teach people but a lot of times we get we get caught up in wanting to be the celebrity and wanting to be the speakers or wanting to be the motive because it is cool in chiropractic to be the motivational Cairo speaker because it's kind of like a celebrity you're kind of like a rock star but we, we yearn for that attention, but in reality, it's like those people who do it that are up there, they really built something, you know, like Billy D really built something, you know, um, I'm thinking about just all the chiropractic words here, like Steve Jetson, he really built something, man. Like, and it's inside Cairo, outside Cairo, like, you know, it's, there's a path, there's a, there's a earned, it's earned. It's not, there's no luck. There's no secret. It was earned. I think a lot of times we, we want the results but we don't want to go through all the work and the the contrast and everything and the learning and the and the and the experience and the mistakes to really be able to do it on our own with our mouths shut. Meaning, like, you know, I built that practice and I didn't say a word until people wanted to know what I was doing, and then I started speaking. You follow what I'm saying? So it's like I had to work on me first, and I think a lot. Of, and this is very common with social media people put the front on that they're doing great, but they really have a shitty shitty practice, shitty life, shitty finances, but they're selling courses or they're trying to they're trying to help students, but they're so incongruent and, and people wonder why they're not getting the results. So they're following the things that make you get excited. Hey, do you want to learn how to get more patience? You know, all cash, what's another keyword? Um, work less, have an amazing family life. You know, like like I could tell you all the hot keywords you would click on an ad for. But nothing be like there's something about the real deal. And when the real deal speaks from experience, that's when people are able to really learn and, and get the results they want. So I really think it's from a we get too passionate. Our emotions are too up and down. Uh, we uh, our practice becomes our identity, meaning that you have a good week. You're a happy person. You're a good husband. You're a great dad. You got a bad week. You're you're an asshole to your wife. You don't speak to your kids are really annoying and you're depressed on yourself. And let me tell you guys compounded over years like that. I had a doc who came to my Zeno experience and they looked at the stats every Friday before date night and the wife sat there crying and she's like, I hate fucking date nights. Yeah. You know why? Because right. You follow what I'm saying? So date night, most of the time was uh, pissed off about the stats. So I just think we, we get too passionate and we don't stick to our truth. And knowing that if we have predictable processes and procedures, we have our message right, 
All we have to do is just do our thing and we'll attract the people that are ready for the message and we'll polarize the people that aren't. What, what is, um, what is, I want to ask you that, dude, that was, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, there's some things sinking in for me there just between you and me. So dude, it was me. Yeah. Like you think I'm, I'm I, you know what? I'm, I'm talking me. Like, yeah. Dude, I was the dude who checked the stats on Friday and had shitty date nights. Like I switched my date night to Monday because at least I had Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like to stuff. Like I've, I've been there. I've been like, I'm telling you, I felt it. I've, I, I've had the, we need to have a talk. I, I spoke to the counselors. I said, yeah. uh, I've been to like, well, if you're not on the mission and then you shouldn't be my wife, I've been through it all. Like I've, I've said the stupidest shit to my wife. I, 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 I've done it all. Uh, because I was that person, you know, and until I got my act together. Um, included and, and included in the CTLX, and if you guys, we have the link on the overlay. Um, and and as Chris just says, Dr. Chris just said, hey, man, he's been there. Um, they're going to get a bunch of stuff, man. I, I think this is a steal of a deal, if I, if you don't mind me saying that. But I think it's highly that. I mean, just really, I right away, looking at the course, you're gonna get um, you're gonna get uh, Chris's dynamic dinner series, which I, I guess you kind of you you wrote that was that was I mean just that alone is awesome, but you kind of wrote the book on how to do dinners. Um, that was it. That that was the thing. And do you think it so it could still work in two thousand? It still can. What, it, w w let me ask you this: I'm assuming that some people watered down your thing, if you don't mind me going there, and then they've sold it, and it's not the same thing, and that's why it's been kind of like you hear. I remember in the early, uh, I remember when the, the dinner workshop came out and you launched it. I was at I was up in San Francisco, Doctor Base. And I remember like all my like people, like Parker people using it, all these people using it, and it blew up what's different about your dinner compared to some other like watered down, I guess, I mean, other than it's watered down, but. Um, I just take things 16 million layers deep. Like, you know, it was the, it was the invest in my time. It was my, uh, it's the same thing. It's the same reason why when Mr. America, Mr. Universe had the largest practice, it's like, you have to understand there's there. I just take it. I become obsessively desired to take it to a new level. Like, I hired speaking coaches. I hired copywriters. I hired, I, I, I taped every dinner I did, man. I got, I tape every talk I did. So I watched the tapes. Watch over like an athlete. I'm a, I'm a division. I'm a division one chiropractor. So even if I win, I don't go celebrate. I go back, I watch the tapes. And even though I won, I could have done that better. I could just, so I'm always constantly tuning the violin and you know what it is, Tristan? It's my personal pride in being the best I can be, I think, compounded over time. Not not once or twice. See, that's what happens. Okay, oh, well, it's not videoing your dinner once. It's doing it all the time, even when you don't feel like that. Even when you feel you're good, that's when you get in trouble. You're like, oh, I'm good. And you stop. You, automatic, like, you automatically atrophy when you stop doing the things that got you there. And it's just mastering it over time, hearing it. And I think... That's all the things that people don't see, that all that intention is in there that I really think made, uh, made it not just amazing, but made it really applicable and transferable to another doctor to do. And here yeah. sometimes is this. This is why the dinner may not work. 
when I say subluxation is the most dangerous degenerative disease, uh, de degenerative condition, worse than heart disease or cancer, like I really believe that. Now, when a doctor says, another doctor might say subluxation is the more, more, most dangerous degenerative condition, worse than heart disease and cancer. They might say the words, but if they don't believe it, then they're not going to get the same results. See, so the intention, the belief, so I tell people in the, in the program, if anything I say, if you don't believe, if you say, hey, subluxation causes impaired function and decreased quality of life, if you feel good, say that. But, you, but I tell people, like, if there's any part of you that does not agree, if there's not congruence, then the innate of that other person, even on a subconscious level, is going to have some type of conflict and they're going to lose, uh, they're going to lose trust. Like, let me tell you a really quick story. Well, he doesn't work with me anymore, but one of my associates did a, a talk, a dinner. <laughs> and he was talking about, he was talking about his grandfather who died at 68 of a 10 pound malignant tumor. I go, dude, you don't, I go, that was my dad. That wasn't your grandfather. And like, and he said, and in his story, he said, and then someone invited me to a dinner. That's how we found out. I'm like, dude, no one invited you to a dinner. You didn't find chiropractic that way. So you see what happens? So I think a lot of chiros, they want, they want the talk to sound good. They're performing. And they're not telling the truth. Yeah. Like the truth, the truth isn't just the chiropractic principle. It's all, it's all the sentences in between speaking that truth. Yeah. So if you grew up in New York, you grew up in New York. You don't, you know, you, if your dad, if you grew up and you were never sick and your, your dad was wonderful and your mom was wonderful, you don't tell them you were like beat up. You're probably saying like, don't make up stories that sound good. And in Cairo, there's a lot of it. You know why, Tristan? Because docs, they don't think the principle is good enough on its own. And they think that I got to add these other stories to, to, to jazz it up. It is so, I love, I, the principle's amazing naked. And so in CTL, yes, you got the dinner program, but just to let them know, there's 23 courses in there that I made. There's over 400 videos. Yeah, I, it's, just, it's just stacked. And then you're yeah. doing regular Facebook Lives in a private group. Yeah, private group. So I charge, I have, I have two. That's all. I'm not, I wish I could say I had 10. But I have two doctors that approach me. I didn't even make, I didn't even have this. But two doctors say, hey, what would you do to mentor us in our office? And that one on my coaching, like I'm like, and I threw out a number, I like 60 grand. So I have two doctors that are doing it, but they came to me, but I could say it now, right? I could say, I could say, I got people pay me 60,000, but let me tell you, dude, whether you pay me $60,000 or you pay me 300 bucks a month and you get on that Facebook live every damn day and ask a question, I'm giving you $60,000 plus worth of the answer. Like I, I only answer one way, the truth. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to like hold back on anything. So, you know, you get in that private Facebook group. So that's 24 seven access to me. So the price of the program was basically based off just having 24 seven coaching from me on. I mean, people talk about their relationships because you're just not getting my Cairo stuff, which is awesome. Like you're also getting all my hero stuff in there, too. Like you're, you're getting the top mindset stuff where I'm speaking all over the country, you know, with uh, with top level speakers. So but then you have these 23 programs in there that go over every single system you could possibly want in your office from, from the dinner to the report to speaking to communication. Uh, but my Zeno experience, it's $10,000. I videotape the whole damn thing so you don't have to spend 10 grand. It's 
18 hours right there. So everything you could need is right there. It's the only tool you need as long as you're in practice. I tell people when you retire, then you don't need it anymore. Uh, but like everything's there for you. I ha it's a resource that you say, hey Z, um, how do I do lifetime patients? Because we have, we have, I have over 1,200 lifetime patients. And let me tell you a cool thing about that. You know, now that I'm in Park City, Utah, I go back and forth to the office, maybe 10 days a month, 15 days a month. And the other day, like I'm in Houston now, the other day, like last two weeks ago, I came in the office and I spent a whole Monday and I did my dinner. And I told my wife, I'm like, hey, babe, guess how many new people I met today? She's like, well, how many? I'm like, five. And the cool thing about it is the hundreds of people that I saw, they were all my lifetime patients. So it shows me that even when I was able to step out, when you have 1,000, 1,200 lifetime patients that are into the principle, like no matter what you do in your practice, step out, step in, you have a family of people. You have a practice that is literally, it, it took on its own life. And uh, so we teach you how to do lifetime uh, patients and everything. It's really the dream. What was the dream practice of a doctor? To take, to take care of people uh, for a lifetime. And that was always my dream. And to do it with cash and not to do it with insurance. Man, you're, you're blown. Dude, it's just, you're, you're just so fucking awesome, dude, man. I could talk to you forever. Um, we're going to have you on again next month if that sounds cool to go deeper down some of those rabbit holes. That yeah, sounds I'm good. Sorry, guys. I started going, you know, I, I still get going because I just want to help you guys out. But uh, it's... Um, no, I appreciate the opportunity always, man. I appreciate it. Hey, man, that. I want to have you on again. Talk about lifetime value. Talk about increasing PVA. I want to ask, also ask you maybe down the road since you're in Houston, if anyone ever calls your office for a ring dinger and what your answer is. What's a ring dinger? You know, a ring dinger. What's that? Oh, man. See, that's awesome. See, never mind. Don't look it up. I like that you're in that mindset. Don't look it up. Stay away from the ring dinger. Everyone else will comment <laughs> below with it's in your own backyard. It's dangerous. Um, but guys, I want you. I want you to click on. I want you to get in the overlay um, and get over to the CTLXExperience.com and uh, sign up because, like Chris just said, man, this is one of the only programs that you need out there till you retire. I know a couple of the people that were on today listening, commenting. I can already see it in their comments that they want to get out there, uh, dude. Chris, thanks for being at Sushi. Thanks for jumping on tonight. Yeah. I look forward to having you next month and talking some more about this and a bunch of other topics because you're a rock star, dude. Awesome, man. Yeah, and if anybody's on here listening, and you just comment below, and we'll we'll talk about your questions next time. Thanks, man. Peace out, brother. Thank you.